Welcome to the Form of Fitness Podcast, where you will learn the most that there is to learn about fitness. Through mechanism, about dieting, motion itself, and many more, you will follow me and my co-host Duncan as we talk about these things as they are related to our personal lives, as well as they are related to the health industry and how they affect us and people around us every day. We thank you for listening. going on guys welcome back to the form of fitness podcast i'm joined by duncan again i think this is like episode four of season two or something like that i don't know maybe i i, I forgot to check we but, can make uh, it episode four we could we definitely <laughs> could um but uh today we're talking about something a little bit more personal than i think we normally do i know last week with us talking about influencers was a uh, maybe a little bit personal but this actually directly affects me as well as duncan too um we're going to kind of give my personal review of crossfit yeah now that i've had two crossfit workouts despite the fact that they were uh lighter workouts as they would say that they were active recovery workouts um i can kind of give a general overview as well as some uh do nots (laughs) 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 for your first time um so yeah, I'll st- I'll st- so here here at Charlotte we have a CrossFit club that Duncan is the president of, yeah. Um, which I am you know active member number one <laughs> for, uh, and we meet on Thursdays and whatnot at CrossFit Eternal, and what I will say is that I loved working out, <laughs> doing the workouts. Honestly, um, what I will say is I know what they talk about. One time is free, and you never stop going. Um, yeah. Because, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just the style of workout that works mm-hmm. best with kind of my mentality of working out. Mm-hmm. Um, just like always being engaged with your workout. I like when I power lift. I tend to like get lost looking at my phone and shit and waiting for rest and whatnot, trying to pick up really heavy weights and not really just work out. I, I end up sore, obviously, but. Um, I'm not really working out to my max potential or being exceptionally time efficient about it. So I'll end up like hitting like literally like three or four exercises in an hour or hour and a half, um, which is, I don't know. It's just not, it's not what I want to do. And so what I will say is we did uh, a decent amount of cardio. I think it's, is it more cardio than you guys normally do? Or was that about right? I think, we we're doing active recovery, yeah. so a little bit of light cardio. Yeah, probably. the the cardio was probably lighter than what we normally do. Yeah. Um, like usually CrossFit, there there's an element of that controlling your breath throughout the workout, mm-hmm. and so I would say that, especially from most people's perspective, we do cardio every day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of that component of breath work that is constantly in your workout, mm-hmm. and usually when we're talking about breath work with CrossFit, we're talking about not, you know, hyperventilating, mm-hmm. not losing, you know, oxygen stores within your body. A little bit different from like a power lifter would think of breath work or like an Olympic weightlifter would think yeah. of breath work and like breathing in and through the different movements. Like we do that, but it's with what I'd say is bigger stakes of like, if you gas yourself, you're gassed. 
Yeah, and, and that's uh, like I'll give a review because it's been two weeks now, and we're coming up on week three of doing it. Um, so week one, I made the egregious mistake of getting way too busy during the day and completely forgetting to eat up until well, okay, so I didn't completely forget to eat. I had lunch, but lunch was at like four. And how many calories was lunch? Lunch was maybe like 800 calories. Um, and then, uh, well, I think I had a coffee that morning. I don't know. Coffee's I, not calories, Whatever. It, it, it came out to like, I think I'd had like 1,200 calories. And I had a protein bar when I got there about 20 minutes before we started working out. So my stomach was pretty empty. Um, and so we got started. I was feeling great. I'm going to be completely honest. But that's always how I feel when I do a workout almost almost fasted like it wasn't actually fasted but it yeah we were kind of there so i felt really good and then we got on the assault bike <laughs> and then that workout turned right around i we were doing a team workout and i was working out with Corey, who's the treasurer of the club and you know we were hitting it pretty hard i mean i was definitely going pretty slow just because i've been kind of out of my uh out of my circuit of being at the gym as much as i should be um but I was going. I was going pretty good. I was pretty happy with myself, given that I've been out of it as well as I've been doing mostly powerlifting for the past three months. So my cardio has been limited to zero. Um, uh, maybe walking up and down stairs every once in a while when yeah. I go to the gym. But uh, um, so yeah, and I hit the assault bike and. The first couple of rounds of it, us going back and forth was all right. And then that last round, right before we were about to switch exercises, I just, I hit it a little too hard. Um, I have a mentality of pushing myself pretty, pretty hard, mm -hmm. but I pushed myself a little bit too hard. You know, uh, my stomach got a little excited and I had to go to the bathroom real quick. Um, and that just like, that kind of had me just wore out the rest of the time. And then it made me realize I'd say that probably what have, would have gotten me through that workout without feeling the way I did was more electrolytes, yeah. not necessarily more carbs. Um, I think I probably could have made it had I had a Gatorade like yeah. I'm a big, or yeah. a Pedialyte or something. Yeah. I think I'd have been um, good enough to just not feel so like empty-headed the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I pushed through. I think I did all right for feeling like I was literally about mm -hmm. to black out at some points. Yeah. Um, other than that, I still really enjoyed it. Um, let's see. And then the next week we did, what do we do? We did a Imam. We did an Imam. Yep. Yeah. We, we did an Imam, which is every minute on the minute for those of you that don't know yet. Um, yeah. there were pull-ups. Yeah. There we, were, we did light cardio. We did light cardio round one yep. for minute one. So it was five rounds, five, uh, five rounds five for exercises. 25 minutes. Yeah. So yep. 25 minutes, five exercises for five rounds. Um, so for minute one, we did light cardio, which. Mostly did the assault bike, but also yeah. hit with the rower sometimes. Then we did uh, strict pull-ups mm -hmm. after that for a minute. Um, rows. Animal crawls. Oh, yeah, yeah. So an animal form of cardio. So yeah. it was like I mostly did seal walks, yeah. but I also did bear crawls and mm -hmm. both high bear crawls and low bear crawls. And, and, then, then, and I did a crab walk, yeah. too. Uh, what else? Uh, after that, we did bent over rows, and then we did weighted dead bugs. Yes. So, and that for five rounds, that was really good. Um, the biggest mistake I made was hitting deadlift the day after <laughs> we did that. So I'm still I'm just now getting done being sore, and it's been three days. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and like NC Fit's version of like active recovery, because that's kind of what we're 
that is what my gym uses for programming. And so that's kind of what we've used for these past couple meetings. Um, the way NC fit kind of structures that is kind of move at your own pace, right? Yeah. So people who are really sore can take it a lot slower than people who aren't very sore. Mm -hmm. And usually the component of that workout is almost always an AMRAP or as many reps as you can max effort this yada, yada. Like, yeah. and so that's shown in both workouts, right? The first workout was a pure AM partner AMRAP, um, or no, it was an AMRAP if you did it alone, but if you did it with a partner, it had a you reps for time uh, component. Yeah. However, like on the assault bike, you can go fucking fast on that thing. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, um, which realistically I should have done. That was the yeah. biggest mistake I made was going like kind of fast. Yeah. So it, I wasn't really pushing myself super crazy hard. So th yeah. the thing about it is that, um, it's a, it's an exponential function on how fast you burn calories on an assault bike. <laughs> yeah. So like you can go pretty fast and not burn a whole lot, but you give it like an extra 10% effort and you're going to burn five times as many. Yeah. It's very, very like, it's annoying that it works that way, but it really pushes you yeah. mentally to it, make that it change. It incentivizes intensity yeah. and it's really good for that. Um, and then like, and what were the other things in there? It was sumo deadlift high pulls except it was a kettlebell instead of with a bar. Yeah. And then we also did sit-ups. And so like the high pulls, the sit-ups, and the bike, most of those movements are pretty easy for most people to do. However, again, if they were sore, you could do them slower. If you're not that sore, you can do it really quick. You know, I can hop on a bike and crank out, what, what was the max calories? I think it was like 50 calories was my highest number that i had to do and like i can crank out 50 real quick i can crank out 20 in like 16 seconds yeah. you know um of course that's like without having done anything else yeah. first but yeah and then another thing that partner workouts do that i don't think we discussed in class is it makes you really want to be with someone who is of the same athleticism as you mm -hmm. um when I did that workout with the club, it was an issue because Lauren and I are on a similar enough um, level, and I had already done the workout once. <laughs> but when I did the workout in class um, without the club, I was partnered with someone who just doesn't have the same cardiovascular kind of base that I do mm -hmm. and who can't necessarily throw the power on the bike. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was I did 20 calories in 16 seconds. He hops on, and he takes about a minute – to do 20 calories and then i hop back on that uh, i hop back on that bike and do another 20 calories in 16 seconds and all of a sudden he's exhausted because it took him a minute to do 20 calories and he's still recovering and i'm like okay it's your turn again yeah <laughs> um, which can be problematic yeah but i i think that that kind of stresses uh stresses the point about the team effort mm -hmm. as well as um another thing i noticed like the second day is a lot of the mental work that really goes into it because like with the imam like there's no rep quantity you have to achieve no. it's a minute yeah so realistically you could sit around and fuck around <laughs> for a whole minute yeah. do like two reps maybe which is what i felt like on the strict pull-ups towards the end <laughs> because i was gas yeah i mean i think the worst round i had of strict pull-ups was i did two okay um which i mean I, I was happy with given that like i've never done that before um in that capacity like i've never hit pull-ups winded okay. ever uh. um so as well as like i haven't done pull-ups 
as a part of my workout for months. Mm-hmm. I think I think over a year now. Like okay. it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, and, and so a lot of the the mental game there too is like that's just not present mm-hmm. in a lot of the other things that i do fitness wise most most times it's just all right get up there do the reps you've got a number you've got to reach and that's it it's very yeah. simplistic it's like there's an achievable goal that is not based on time it doesn't matter how long it takes mm-hmm. you. you just got to do that many and with the time effort you've kind of got like this mental wall where you're like i really need to do like this many reps mm-hmm. um and that's what really got me with the like the rows too so a lot of times i'd sit the weight down because you know I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the time. See, we've got eight more seconds. I'm like, I can squeeze in two more. <laughs> yeah. Reach back, pick them back up, and then hit an, hit another couple reps and then transition yeah. into um, whatever exercise we were doing next. Just because, like, mainly because there's also, like, like the team component there, too, is, like, you really don't want to be just the laziest fucking person yeah. around. Um, because someone's going to look. Someone's going to see you yeah. doing it. Um, yeah. And, like, so for that type of stuff, you know, there's kind of two different ways that you can go about it. And usually how I see this is you kind of have the beginner way and you have the experienced way. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily to say that the beginners are doing this wrong. It's just, they haven't really thought about it. No one's told them about it. So the beginner way is just kind of to do the workout, you know, the more experienced way is usually to set aside a different goal within the realm of the workout. Mm -hmm. So if it's like a, let's say you're doing an AMRAP and it's 25 minute AMRAP, you know, my goal and like I, there's a set number of exercises and I look at that and I'm like, well, that should take about a minute. That should take about a minute. That should take about a minute. And that should take about two minutes. Okay. So I have five minutes there. Let's try and hit five rounds in this and let's try to turn it into almost a, every five minutes on the five minutes. Yeah. So at the end of five, I've done the first round at the end of 10, I've done the second round. And if you go to like an EMOM where it's like, all right, every five minutes, I'm going to have to do a max effort pull up, you know, then the goal should be after my first round I've established Try and not let that number budge. Yeah. You know, um, for me, I think my first round I got a seven, and then I got a five, and then I just tried to stay at five the whole time, yeah. and I managed to keep it pretty consistent. Yeah. I think the last time I got like a four, but I was gassed. Yeah. Um, and like for EMOMs, especially where it says max effort on it, usually your best you know chance is to try and get a number that is realistic. And that means either for your first round, don't go as hard as you th- know you can or disregard your first round, go as hard as you can, and then choose yeah. your number afterwards. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did. Um, I mean, without knowing I did it. Yeah. That's just what I did is like the first round on all of them, I was pretty much killing it, like mm-hmm. with the exception of the assault bike because <laughs> I just like I have no general base yeah. baseline for what that should look like. Yeah. On top of that, I didn't know assault bike was a brand. <laughs> I thought that was just what those were called. Yeah. Uh, but, but Assault a, style bike. Assault style bike, I guess. Um, I just but, considered yeah. the Rogue one, the okay. big Echo one, yeah. which is way harder to move than an Assault one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just considered that the standard one, but yeah. I guess, yeah, I didn't know that. But, it is um, kind of the standard in CrossFit. We just don't have them at Eternal. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you go to, uh, like, a competition, yeah, they usually have the Rogue Echo. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like the, the rowing machines that everyone uses is that the concept 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I I've been on a different rowing machine, but, uh, I mean, we would talk about how ubiquitous the concept too is. Yeah. Um, damn it. Um, but what is it? Uh, yeah. With the, with the, with the pull-ups, I think I did six or like 
I might have done seven round yeah. one. But then after that, like, it, it really took the toll on me. I mean, I yeah. just have not worked out winded mm-hmm. in so long that I think I did three round two. And then after that, I was, like, bobbing between three and two. It depended okay. on, like, what the round was or what I'd hit for yeah. the cardio right before that. Because, like, with the first one, I was able to do, like, I think six or seven. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't really remember. But it was the second thing we did. So all I'd done up to that point was a minute of – uh, assault bike so yeah. this is like no big deal and then with the uh we did uh bent over rows um with dumbbells i think i was aiming f- i think the first round i must have done like 20 or so reps like mm-hmm. i was just busting them out really quickly um and then after that i think i was bobbing between like 12 and 15 okay. within that 45 second window um i think the last round i got 10 i was just like i was beat okay <laughs> Uh, I did not even count my dead bug reps. I am so horrible at dead bugs. Oh yeah. Uh, just because like my coordination as well as like, um, my stability, it's really not even, it's like my ability to stretch my leg. Yeah. Like I feel like I can't keep my, uh, one leg up high enough while the other one's going. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like how you can't move like two different fingers that are next to each other without moving the other one down a little bit. Like it always got me (laughs) like that. Um, but other than, like the second time felt way better than the first time. Now I did eat um, more, and that's actually mm-hmm. I was late. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, um, I really don't know what else to add. I don't feel like uh, I've had enough time with it to give much more of a review mm-hmm. on what we've done. I mean, if there's, well, I I will say like kind of going back to the whole like planning out your workout, right? Like, and this is something also that comes with experience. And with just some people get it right away and some people it's a skill that takes years. You know, there's CrossFit athletes who literally like they've talked about this on podcasts where they haven't perfected the whole, what's the goal of this workout? What's the point of this? What's the point of that? Um, but I mean, the best of the best even do this where they'll look at a workout beforehand and they'll be like, okay, this is the amount of reps I should be getting. This is about the time that I should be doing this in. Um, and yeah. NC fit their programming is nice because they'll actually sh- tell you what the score is. And sometimes them telling you what the score is, is telling you what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, their active recovery stuff. Sometimes they'll, they won't put a score down, okay. but like for the EMOM thing, it was very evident to me that the cardio parts were not that important. The cardio parts were there as like an, a very simple active recovery. Yeah. Um, get that lactic acid out of your arms from the pull-ups and out of your back. Um, yeah. But but the main focus was kind of the dead bugs. The I did bent rows. It was kind of a row variation of however you wanted with a dumbbell. And then pull-ups. Yeah. And that was the main focus. And so with the row and the bike, I, I didn't hit that that hard. Yeah. Personally, I found it easier to hop off the rowing machine and go into the pull-ups than I, it was for me to hop off the bike. Yeah. But I think part of that is because I have gotten really well established with how I breathe during the row, where it's a I, I treat it just like a lifting thing, where it's on the push out, it's an exhale, mm-hmm. and then on the recovery, it's a uh, two-second inhale. Yeah. Um, two to three second inhale essentially. And so it's very simple. And even when I'm going incredibly hard, my breath is not a problem because I have that for me there. Uh, With the bike, I'm still trying to figure out how to breathe, I guess. Um, Just because it's not as rhythmic as the row is. 
Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. To me, it looked like a, a winded pull day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, th- that's really what it felt like to me was, you know, hit the, hit the cardio of some form, do the pull-ups, which, you know, they just want to get you like kind of, kind of warmed up before those pull-ups or at least back to breathing a little bit harder before yeah. you get to them, pull up and then try and work it out of your back using some form of like, you know, low to ground, um, yeah cardio format like again like seals seal walks crab yeah. walks etc um and then right over into some variation of row mm-hmm. so to me it was either depending on what form of a row you chose uh it could be more of like a arm workout or a pull like like a, a lower back yeah. workout because then you hit core stability with the dead bugs yeah um, which just does nothing more than make those pull-ups a little bit more excruciating every <laughs> yeah. time uh. Uh, if you hit it hard enough, which with the dead bugs, I don't know that I had enough weight. I think I, I think I grabbed a 25 pounder. Okay. I might have had a 20-pounder or 25-pounder. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember, yeah. but it was, it was one or the other. And yeah. then I did rows with 40s in each hand, yeah. which I was just surprised. I was looking back on it. I don't know why I did that much weight, but yeah. I mean – like when I sit up, st- sit up straight. I, I'm still sore. <laughs> Damn. Uh, like, yeah, like no. it's rough. But <laughs> yeah, my my dead bug weight was at like 15 pounds because yeah. my my focus on a dead bug is control at the bottom. Yeah. And for me, anything above like 15 pounds and the yeah. dumbbell just kind of falls to the yeah. floor instead of me letting it or yeah. me kind of controlling it to the floor. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for me, like like when I'm close to the bottom on the dead bug with the dumbbell. I'm stretching my chest out a lot. Yeah. But also I feel like I've got a lot of the stability balance to my shoulders, which yeah. I spend a lot of time doing shoulder workouts. Otherwise, yeah. like I hit. And my arms are a good <laughs> yeah. a couple inches longer. Yeah. Um, but levers like, are a bitch. Yeah. Levers. <laughs> Don't but, get us started on levers. But yeah. Um, <laughs> no. But other than that, um, yeah, I mean, just hitting, show, like, like back when I was consistent and hitting my workout routine very, very frequently, I would do push-pull legs twice a week. Mm-hmm. So I'd go six days, have one off day. I was hitting shoulders four times a week. Yeah. So hit it, push, pull, and then do that twice. Yeah. Um, I do more pulling shoulder exercises on my pull day and more pushing on my push day um, just because your shoulders are that important. If you mm-hmm. don't believe it, we've talked about it multiple times. Yeah. But – uh. Yeah, other than that, that's my review of CrossFit. Okay. You know, he knows I'll be back this week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, if anyone from Charlie is listening to this, you know, 7.30 at CrossFit Eternal on Thursdays, um, there is an Instagram handle. It's 49er CrossFit Club. Yeah. I'm 90% sure. Double check. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think it is 49er CrossFit I, Club. I, I made the Instagram, so I feel like I should know. But, yeah, 49er CrossFit Club. Yep. There's two 40 dots. If 49 you look, yeah. er dot crossfit dot club. Yeah. Yeah, on Instagram. Oh. Um, so yeah, give us a follow. Yeah. DM me. Let me know where you came from. And show up. And, and show, show up. up. And show up. That's the most important. Uh, but with that being said, we'll see you guys next time. See you. Hi guys, this is Nathan. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Former Fitness Podcast. If you like this and are looking for more content like it, 
There are plenty more podcasts from our studio, Uptown Audio, at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte that you can go and listen to. Those will be linked in our link tree that will be attached in the description of this podcast wherever you're receiving it. Thank you guys so much for listening. It does truly mean a lot to us, and we hope you all have a great day.